I know that's what has exhausted me in the past is the convincing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the selling. It's yeah. the, it's like, um, instead of not even selling my business or marketing my business or selling the product, I'm selling my own visions of my product to my team. I'm like, this is exhausting. Yes. Just trust me. I know it sounds not conventional. It sounds not logical the way you would do it in another company or you worked here. I totally get it. It doesn't work like that here. This, it's like if you come to work for Joanna, for JV, it's like you're working on Mars and you've worked on Earth for so long. Now you're going to work on Mars and this is the way we do it here. Oh, yeah. On another planet. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of the Get Up Girl. Your gal Joanna Vargas here. And today we have two chicks and a mic. Salome Valdez is back. We haven't done a show like this in probably over a month. And so what we're going to do is talk about what we learned our takeaways from this last event that we just produced we produced a dance competition it's called maxed out and it was its 20th anniversary it would have been 21 years but we didn't do last year we were gonna go virtual and then we just took the year off and we came back we did it at a park instead of at a theater and so we want to talk about that event what we took away how we produced it and uh just anything like that. So Salome, jump in. What was the biggest takeaway from that event for you? There was a lot, but I would have to say that the biggest takeaway was playing chess. And I know we've talked about this before, and it's been a long time since we talked about playing chess. What we mean by that is thinking ahead of time and playing the game and avoiding anything from happening. So what I did for my... uh from the tasks that I had to do, my responsibilities, what made my job easier was to think ahead so that everything can go smoothly. And we also thought about what are the goals that we wanted for this event. And one of the goals was ease. And I think that's what made it great because we always had went back to that word ease, 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 and happiness. Those were the two words that we kept, th- kept thinking about. And I think because we really lived to that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's why the event went the way it went. Well, going back to playing chess, this has been my analogy for many, many years, and it's always foreseen anything. And things are always going to happen, especially in, in events, but you always just want to foresee what the other person when you're playing chess is going to make a move. Now, when you're playing chess, that other person can make a gazillion different moves, but you're foreseeing what you believe and what you think and what you know and what you're aware of, of what that other person's move is going to be. Mm -hmm. That's with, with playing chess. It's like playing poker. You start to learn the other person. You start to know what move they're going to make. You start to look at their patterns. You start to go, Oh, okay. I'm noticing their body language. I'm noticing this and this 
this is the move that they're going to make. Now, when it comes to events, a lot of people or, or businesses, I see business owners get challenged because they go in thinking that they want to know every single move that's going to happen in chess. And you may not know you're getting prepared for a thousand different moves if that other person makes it. Mm -hmm. And that can be challenging expressing to employees or your team or your staff or your partners for them to kind of get into each other's head to know united, being united to understand what that other person, people, groups, clients, customers are going to do. And that I think can be challenging because we go in with a manual. This is going to happen. And then when this happens, this happens. Mm -hmm. And it's teaching your team to go in case the energy of this happens, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. In case the feeling of this happens, what are we going to do? And without taking anything personally, we're going to make the next chess move so that it can create the most for the event, the most for the business and what I've noticed, Salome, is that I don't think people get it until they go into owning their own business. I mean, if I had a, a dollar for every time I had somebody call me up, send me a DM, go, oh, I started my own business and now I get it, Joanna. Mm. And now I understand why you did that. And you so annoyed me back in 19, you know, 98 because you did this. I get now why you did it. And they're like, at that moment, I was so angry at you. I didn't understand. And I think until you're actually playing chess and seeing, like being a witness to these chess moves, it's, it's challenging to get as a, a teammate, so to speak. So what do you think about that? What caught my attention right now is when you started saying, oh, I was so angry because I, and I didn't know because I was so angry. I went back to to thinking of other situations and yeah well let's just go back to being angry <laughs> uh, you can't do anything with anger it puts a wall in front of you you won't be able to see anything you won't be able to be clear with your thinking and i think that's one of the biggest things that i've learned in the past three years why make your life harder <laughs> okay wait i'm gonna jump in here and challenge you on that because i want to see what you think I have a, a different, uh, I'm going to say, knowing and awareness of anger now. Okay. When I move through anger, it's actually more potent for me. Now, oh, okay. in the past, when I had anger, it was walls and barriers uh -huh. up and it was F you to the world. Now, when I have anger, it's very potent and it's actually, I'm going to describe it like a, a witch's brew, uh -huh. right? And she's making that witch's brew and she's adding this and she's adding that and she's adding this and adding all these ingredients to make this concoction. Uh -huh. And I see anger now as a part of the concoction, its potency. And for me, it's actually information. Mm -hmm. When I'm angry, there's information there. And I'm like, ooh, there's something here. Conscious anger then. <laughs> conscious anger. Yeah. I, okay. Well, how about this? Because, uh, I think we all, and queen over here was taught queen of not to get angry. Mm -hmm. Anger is bad. Cause just notice what you said right now. So that's why I wanted to jump in. Good. Yeah. You know, like we look at anger as like, we can't create anything from that. It's bad. Don't get angry. Uh, walls come up. And I'm like, that doesn't ring true for me. Now it does ring true with anger, with the walls up, totally yeah, get it. Uh -huh. And knowing the difference. And I know the difference when I get angry. So I guess knowing that 
you it is possible to be angry with your walls and barriers down. Absolutely. Absolutely. That so rings true for me. Mm. And everybody listening, like, does that ring true for you? And if you're like, I don't get it. What's a way I can describe it? Okay. I've been interested in this lately. Fighting for or fighting against something. Now, when you're fighting against something, that's when your anger and you're not able to move through it. Uh-huh. You're fighting against it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're fighting for something, there's anger, there's potency, there's a different charge to the anger. Yeah. So when you charge your car, there's like different charges. There's, you know, the positive and negative, you know, when you charge your car and there's a different way to charge your car. Uh-huh. That's how I kind of see it that way. But for me, anger is potent. And are we willing to be angry? I don't think a lot of us are because we're afraid of it. So we think it's bad. So then we hold it in and then it changes into resentment. It changes into distractions in our head. It changes into little record players of, you know, that thing when you're like, oh, that bothers me. I'm angry. I'm angry. No, don't be angry. Don't be angry. Don't be angry. And then you just spin on it. You spin on what that other person did. You spin on what you did. And now you're angry at you. You're angry at them. And you spin and you spin and you spin. And what if you are angry? This is not okay with me. And I'm pissed off. That's a different level of consciousness. And I completely agree with you. I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As I was going to say this, Joanna, in the past, I'm going to say year because I remember most of my year. I haven't, don't remember being angry, upset. Yeah. But I don't remember saying, oh my God, I'm so angry. And then my body being tense and Mm -hmm. I haven't felt that way in a year. Is it moving through your body differently? Mm. And I wonder if what next, what can be created when you, if, and again, it's not like, okay, you have to check this box and get angry. I'm not saying that. And what you can discover new if and when Uh you do get angry. And okay, now I just had a ping. I wonder, are you not getting angry on purpose or are you just not angry? I think I'm just not angry. I think it's because I'm starting to think through the anger. Like I I before with the whispers. Yeah. Like I'm asking questions to myself. Okay, well, you're going to be you're you're feeling this way. But it's a different consciousness of anger. I think I was thinking the other way around, which now I'm going to think the other way that you just said. But I think in my head, I was uh, asking myself if I was getting angry on purpose or if it was just uh, or if I was stopping it because I didn't think it was a good thing. So now that's something that I have to think about because I never really asked that question. I just just angry joanna i I was right when you were just talking about that i thought to myself i don't remember the last time i was Mm -hmm. and my body was aching and my heart was hurting and yeah was that anger or was that resistance maybe it was resistance okay i wonder have you ever been angry or have you just been in reaction and resistance and thought or believed or turned it into manufactured it as anger yeah. I mean, there, there's probably anger in there, but I wonder if it was different yeah. because I felt different anger than I've had before. It was manufactured before oh. as resistance. And I thought it was anger. I thought it was 
moodiness. I thought it was hurt. I'm like, mm. no, I know the difference well, the now. the hurt is also something that I, I would confuse too. Am I really sad? But also mix it in with anger. Like, how that, could that person do this? You know? But it, yeah, now I have to think twice. <laughs> like, am I really uh, forcing myself not to be angry? Or if it's really how, how I feel and my, mm-hmm. my mind is maybe may strong enough to just say, how is it going to create more? Hmm. Well, going back to maxed out. Oh, so we got to yeah. something else. We always do this. <laughs> we went on a tangent. <laughs> but about the, the chess, I was talking to, to you know, my boyfriend the other day, and we were talking about gifts and like, you know, superpowers and what people are great at. And I'm like, I'm really great at foreseeing the future. Like I'm psychic. I could just know. But what I'm lacking or that I don't enjoy is convincing people the why. Yeah. yeah. Like, just trust me. Yeah. I know it sounds craziness. It's, it sounds like bananas, circus stuff. I totally get it. And it's finding those people that just go, yeah, I, Joanna's going to think of these words. Just go with it. Trust me. And when you're fighting me, it's like, so that's, that's where I am right now because yeah. I have this resistance of, Making the team bigger. Okay. Okay. Because it's finding the, the other unicorns. Okay. Yes. And I was just going to say, I don't remember the last time I <laughs> didn't trust you. <laughs> it uh. was, I think it's been very easy. All right. Yeah. And if anything, I've been seeing that future too. Uh-huh. And I, well, I just found the other unicorns, you know, the, the other, the other unicorn. But I'm like, what else is possible in finding more unicorns like that, that do that I don't have to convince. Mm. I think that's what. No, I know that's what has exhausted me in the past is the convincing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the selling. It's the it's like instead of not even selling my business or marketing my business or selling the product, I'm selling my own visions of my product to my team. I'm like, this is exhausting. Just trust me. I know it sounds not conventional. It sounds not logical the way you would do it in another company or you worked here. I totally get it. It doesn't work like that here. This it's like, if you come to work for Joanna, for JV, it's like you're working on Mars and you've worked on earth for so long. Now you're going to work on Mars and this is the way we do it here. Oh yeah. On another planet. Uh huh. Well, let's talk about that because the other unicorns that are listening going, yeah, I do things differently, but I've always been convinced and again, trying to manufacture the way I work into this reality of how things are supposed to be and how can I create something different? Well, I think that I've always been a unicorn, but I think when I started working with you, it just kind of shined more. I think that it it just, it, it became more clear that I was different. I always thought I was different and the way I did things were similar to the way you already did things, but they were enhanced when I started working with you. How so? Oh, just uh, let's go back to just the different kinds of admin or organization skills or communication uh, skills too. I always thought I had great communication skills, but then you helped me with a new kind of communication skills that I thought, oh, that works better. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's easier. I never tried think think I didn't think about doing it that way. 
just little diff uh just different things that uh that could make my my life easier mm. that's interesting because i guess um as i shift and change and grow the people around me do tell me that and how, how do i articulate this it's a uh, it's similar to, oh, I was doing it this way and it was like, great. And now you've showed me a whole new world and it's actually with more ease. But when I heard about it, it was like, this is, I'm already doing, it's fine, Joanna. And let's go back to Solomon. It's, it's really knowing what's going to create more. And I know that's a lot of people in my past of, everything's great, Joanna. Why do you want to mess it up or change it? And I'm like, it is great. And it could be better mm. and it could be easier mm. and it can create more. Let's do it this way. And it's the resistance from others that um, frustrates me and exhausts me. It's a different level because before I started working for you, I had my formula, call it formula, mm. my formula, mm. which worked for everybody that I was, uh, that was under me or I don't like to say under me, but everyone that was working for me or with, and, and it worked. It was a formula that was like a little workshop or whatever. Boom, mm -hmm. boom, 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 routine. And then when I got to you, I was very used to my formula. So I had to switch it up a little bit. And that was a little hard for me to do. But because of that, because other consciousness of us talking and communicating with each other. And what is that? What is this? And what is that? That really helped me change the formula to something else and something that creates more, even more than I had already created. I like that you said that because right now, you know, I'm teaching fitness at a new business and I have not had a job like work for somebody else in um, 15, uh, 20 years, let's just say. And so this has been a big expansion mm -hmm. for me to, to not be in charge. How about that? Right. And I'm not in control. I'm never right. in control. Even in my own business, we think we're in control. We're, we're not <laughs> in control. It's like you're driving a car. Are you ever really in control when you drive a car? Mm -hmm. You think you are in control, but you're really not. There's so many variables. There's other cars coming. They can come right towards you. There's people crossing the street. There's the car that could just, you know, just clonk out any second, but we think we're in control. So when we're sitting in the passenger seat, you're like, oh, I want to, I want to drive because I could be in control of this. And are you really? And that's what I'm thinking about with my business. Am I really in control? I think I am. So now working for someone with somebody, it has expanded me to see different ways of communication. And what I'm noticing is what comes up is like, oh, I would do it this way. And I'm like, Joanna, what is that? That is information and that's a distraction. It's a total distraction that's so deep in me. And it's like this little record, distraction, distraction, distraction. Mm. This, do it this way, do it this way. It's going to be better. It's going to be better. And I'm like, it's going fine here. So let me, let me see how this can work. And then my takeaway or my learn or my, um, what I can receive from that is like, oh, I can do less in my business. I can do less because I'm on thinking, oh, let's do this. Let's do more. Let's do more. What if I can actually do less and create more? Mm. And how can it be different? You know, I don't have, stop controlling. What, what the heck? Control is such a lie. It is such a lie. We're trying to control others. We're trying to control ourselves. Number one, we do, we try to control ourselves and notice the word I say, try. That's number one. 
we try to control ourselves and in which we try to control others or, and then we don't like when others try to control us Mm -hmm. and we are controlling ourselves. Number one, controlling ourselves. And you can, you're aware of it when in the judgment, when we judge ourselves, when we walk by a mirror, we judge ourselves when we don't do, we're not so successful in something and we judge ourselves. That's the control of controlling ourselves in order to stay in X, Y, Z so that it looks like this pretty little box or it looks like whatever the box you want it to look like. And we try to control ourselves. And in order to try to control ourselves, we have to control other people because then you have to control the variables. And as soon as you know, (laughs) this is such a lie chill out, let go and allow the car like a self-driving car. I wonder in the future, you know, self-driving cars for people that grew up driving cars, it's going to be hard to release the control Mm -hmm. because we always thought we were in control when we never were in the cars. And so I think that's going to be interesting. It's the same way of right now. Like you always thought you're in control, Joanna, and you were never in control. Now, of course, I'm not saying lie down and do nothing. Choice, choice, choice. You keep making a choice. You keep making a choice. You keep making a choice, but without the control and releasing the judgment and being aware of it and being really curious. That felt light to me completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Mm. last thing, then wrap it up that we learned and maxed out. Anything else? Like a quick little walk away. I didn't realize. I mean, me, it's always been a thing. When other people are happy, I'm happy. I love making other people happy. When I throw parties, I throw parties because I love making other people happy. But this was a totally different level. And I think it's because of the situation that we've been in two years ago. It just meant a lot more this time around. And like I said before, in the beginning, when you asked me what I wanted, what I would like for for Max out, I said, I want it to be grand. I remember using that word a lot. Grand and big. So grand energy. And the energy was definitely grand. Yeah. I'm thinking I, I, there's so many more ways I want to go with this. But let's end it here. We'll put a bow on it. And <laughs> okay. then maybe another episode. But gosh, we could talk about that for a while. I because I know there's so many learns and. Yeah. Just little different chapters within one. And that we can share that Mm. people can go, oh, yes, Mm -hmm. got it. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not a business owner or you're not creating events, there's something that you could take away from for your life to go, oh, yes, this will resonate and parallel with my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Get Up Girl, two chicks and a mic. We will be back again. Thanks, Alame. And anything else? That's it. That's great. Just I, well, This was a great conversation. I wish it was longer. <laughs> wish it was longer. We'll see you next time. Remember, if you want different in your life, choose different. Get back up. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.